With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Fridays wherever you may be across this great country, this great land. Going to be live on FoxBet Live, uh, my daily FS1 gambling show at 4 Eastern, 3 Central, 2 Mountain, 1 Pacific, a little bit early. Also want to start off Friday's show by letting you know a couple of other things. Monday at noon Eastern, 11 Central, 10 Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, Buck Sexton and I will be beginning our journey into the radio universe uh, in the time slot formerly occupied by Rush Limbaugh. Around 400-ish stations are going to be carrying that show in all 50 states. Tens of millions of people listen every month. I cannot wait. There will be a podcast. You can go search out and see where you're going to be able to hear us. Uh, But if you have regularly been listening to Rush Limbaugh at all then you will probably be able to find us on those same stations beginning Monday. A lot to be excited about but just want to give you a heads up uh, that that will be beginning again noon Eastern 9 a.m. Pacific live in all 50 states. Also, uh, Buck and I did an interview with Megan Kelly. I think you guys are going to enjoy that. That will be up on Monday morning. Uh, encourage you to go listen to that as well talking about the new show and other angles that is one of many things we have been doing for promotional purposes. I am so ready to be back on the air. Uh, The last time I was on the radio uh, was saying goodbye to my audience at uh, Outkick the Coverage the morning sports talk radio show that I have done for a very long time and so I'm ready to be back on with daily three-hour radio and we will be there with you on Monday. Uh, That is what is coming down the pike in that respect. Um, Also, a lot of Little League Baseball coaching all-star tournament going on Saturday and Sunday. That's what I'm up to this weekend. Uh, And I know many of you right now are gearing up for Father's Day weekend and you are actually watching the U.S. Open which is in progress right now. Uh, And uh, right now, Richard Bland which is an amazing name Uh, is in the clubhouse as the leader after he shot a minus four uh, on the day. A lot of people just now hitting the course. We'll see how they all do uh, as uh, as the race uh, continues. Not a lot of people posting incredible scores by any stretch of the imagination but you can follow along. We will see exactly how all of that is headed. Uh, but want to start off with what has rapidly emerged as a controversy. You might have seen me on Fox News uh, with Bill Hemmer and Dana Bash, uh, Dana Perino, sorry, earlier today talking about this issue and it is a big issue and I do think it's significant and it is the larger universe of pro sports, college sports can also be rolled into this, is failing when it comes to COVID policies coming up this fall. And a lot of players are starting to uh, speak up. Cole Beasley, Joe Mixon, a lot of other players afraid to speak out and say what they really believe but I think they should be able to. 
And I think the truth is this. There should be no COVID policy in any pro sports league by the fall. I understand if you started in the winter or the fall of last year or certainly even the spring of this year. But by the fall, COVID is going to be virtually non-existent in this country because both of vaccines and also because the number of people that have already had COVID and have antibodies right now to the disease. Like me. Uh, I already have had COVID. I went and got tested earlier this week if you missed it. uh, And I still have COVID antibodies. So why would I go get a vaccine when I've already got antibodies in my body which is the entire purpose of what you would do getting the vaccine. If you've already had the virus the best typically the best protection your body can have is natural immunity from the virus itself. So there have to be a lot of pro athletes in particular I'm focusing on the NFL who are like me. They got COVID. They didn't have any sort of significant health-related impact from it but they're sitting around saying why would I go get a vaccine for a virus that I already had? Uh, I got chickenpox when I was a kid. I have not gotten the chickenpox vaccine as an adult because I already had chickenpox. And so I think that the NFL and every pro sports league as we move forward needs to stop being concerned with whether or not players have been vaccinated. And to me this is pretty straightforward and easy. The NFL never mandated flu shots. Flu shots for young and healthy people the seasonal flu is more dangerous than COVID. Given the fact that the number of people who are testing positive for COVID continues to diminish in a fascinating hurry why in the world are we concerned with whether or not people who are young and healthy and would have no issues from COVID at all are vaccinated? Makes no sense. The NFL has never had a policy when it comes to the flu shot so why should they have a policy going forward as it pertains to COVID? You should let players make their own decisions. If they want to get the the, the vaccine they can. If they've already had the COVID they can go get tested and prove that they had COVID Uh, and if they don't want to get vaccinated at all that should be their right. Again, I'm not an anti-vaccine person But after you've already had the virus why would you feel the need to go get vaccinated for it as well? We're not talking about people like me who have already had COVID and the fact that in conjunction with all the people getting the vaccine we're talking about hundreds of millions of people that are no longer susceptible to COVID going forward. This to me is a bad move for the NFL to be involved in this process at all. There is no reason whether it's college football college basketball NFL Major League Baseball uh, NBA NHL and also by the way same thing with colleges. I don't think that colleges should be mandating that their healthy healthy students should have to get COVID if you uh, COVID vaccine. If you want to get a COVID vaccine you should be able to. You should be able to make the choice that that's the right decision for you and your family but you shouldn't have to and I'll give you an example. I'm not getting the COVID vaccine for my 6-year-old. He has zero statistical risk from COVID. I'm not getting it for my 10-year-old. Zero statistical risk for COVID. And for myself I've already had COVID. I have COVID antibodies. Why would I go get a vaccine when I've already got the exact protection from COVID antibodies that I would be seeking to get from the vaccine? It doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, So that is my belief uh, going forward. I think the NFL is in danger of blowing this particularly because they're going to have full stadiums. They're not testing anybody to see whether the fans in the stadiums have been tested for COVID or not or have ever received the COVID vaccine. Why would we be treating players differently? Now, I've been saying this for a long time. If you're 65 or older my parents are in that group 
I think you should go get vaccinated. You have a lot bigger and more substantial risk from COVID but if you are young and healthy you're more likely to die going uh, driving around in your car than you are from COVID. Simple facts. Use data. Apply them honestly. I'm fired up about this Hunter Biden story. Hunter Biden used the N-bomb uh, multiple times. Uh, that was a big enough story for Morgan Wallen as country music for Kyle Larson and NASCAR for a 15-year-old Mimi Groves who would have been a University of Tennessee cheerleader New York Times wrote tons of articles about all of those people so did CNN uh, so did MSNBC and so did the Washington Post. Well now Hunter Biden in what resembles borderline trafficking in women let's be honest uh, has tweeted when asked whether or texted when asked whether or not he is interested in Asian women no yellow. Uh, and you know we're kind of in the world where if you say the China virus people are like oh my god that's so racist even though we have long geographically named viruses after where they, we believe they originated hello the Spanish flu hello Ebola uh, kind of a normal thing to point to where a virus originates geographically so calling COVID a China virus is not wrong at all if you use historical nomenclature as a guidepost. But what is interesting is Hunter Biden can be racist in his language as it pertains to black people. He can be racist in his language as it pertains to Asian people. He can be a serial racist the son of the President of the United States who is claiming that he wants to eliminate white privilege and systemic racism. And yet no one covers it. Hunter Biden doesn't get covered by the New York Times doesn't get covered by the Washington Post doesn't get covered by CNN doesn't get covered by MSNBC despite the fact that he is blatantly using racially insensitive language for a privileged white guy to be using. And all of the precedents that have been set by MSNBC, CNN, Washington Post and New York Times suggest that if anybody else were to be using language like Hunter Biden God forbid Donald Trump Jr. had done this it would have been front page news story covered everywhere on television yet Hunter Biden does it and all of these supposedly remember democracy dies in darkness remember all the news that's fit to print the New York Times, CNN, MSNBC and the Washington Post all of these news outlets that claim to be honest repositories of news story and that claim that they're going to hold powerful people accountable are not holding Hunter Biden accountable at all for his behavior. And again I just want to point out the hypocrisy because I think it's significant in an era when the absolute trust in media is collapsing when everybody is looking around saying well I can't trust anybody in the media except by the way your boy whose audience is surging because whether or not you agree with me you at least believe and I think it's the right belief that I'm going to try to be honest with you every day they're not covering Hunter Biden. All this anti-Asian coverage about uh, violence against Asian people oh by the way that story kind of vanished when it determined that instead of white people being racist against Asians it was mostly black people who were racist against Asians wasn't the right uh, identity politic narrative and so that Asian violence story just kind of disappeared from mainstream media because the perpetrators were not the right race. White dudes have been doing stuff to Asian people would have been a story forever. Turns out black dudes are the ones beating up Asian people innocent Asian people story kind of vanishes. 
only white guy who doesn't get covered for being racist. In fact, the whole country may be Hunter Biden. So I just want to ask you, why is Hunter Biden getting a pass? With his past and with his father's platform and with his father's focus on systemic racism and on systemic racism and on equity and all of these things, why is nobody talking about Hunter Biden? MSNBC, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, they're all fraudulent when it comes to this story. Uh, Speaking of the opposite of uh, fraudulent, Hunter Biden may need this though. Hunter Biden may need my guy, Dr. Hank, to hook him up based on some of the stories that I have seen from Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, And uh, Hunter Biden needs to know, look, erectile dysfunction affects over half of all men, but it doesn't have to make you feel like half of a man. Since 2017, my Dr. Hank has been making America hard again. My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. They secure your prescription, then ship it to you discreetly every month from U.S. pharmacies for as low as $2 a pill. So don't wait. Join the movement to make America hard again. Go to mydrhank.com slash clay and sign up. Tell Dr. Hank I sent you. He'll give you 50% off your first subscription order. That's mydrhank.com slash clay. Offer available for a limited time. College World Series. Uh, We talked about the U.S. Open going on, College World Series going on. You got NBA action. You got uh, NHL action. This is an incredibly busy weekend of uh, sports wherever you may be uh, depending on whatever you may be fascinated about. But the College World World Series odds to me are interesting as we get ready to be underway. You can go get your bets in at fanduel.com slash clay. That's fanduel.com slash clay up to a $1,000 no-risk wager. According to FanDuel, Vanderbilt plus 240 is the favorite overall followed by Texas at plus 380. University of Tennessee at plus 420. Mississippi State plus 750. Arizona plus 750. Stanford 10 to 1. UVA 12 to 1 and NC State 12-1. to Those are the eight schools in the College World Series. I love watching the College World Series. I believe that it's going to be Vanderbilt against Tennessee. We're going to have a Volunteer State showdown in the College World Series final. That's how I would make my projections as we roll into the weekend's activities. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, this is a good stat from John Noonan that was out there. Less than 8% of the United States citizens are active Twitter user. Fewer when considering political Twitter. 8%. Less than 8%. If Twitter were a congressional district it would vote like Portland, Oregon. 10% of Twitter users create 80% of content focused mostly on politics. Never confuse Twitter for America. About one out of every 50 people is active in a big way on social media. A couple of other stories that are out here. Uh, College football expansion. Report came out about an hour ago we're moving faster and faster towards a 12-team college football playoff would include six conference champions as well as six at-large teams and they did a breakdown on the past decade of the college football playoff to figure out which teams would have appeared most frequently in the college football playoff if we could have had 12 teams. And I thought this was interesting. I believe this was from The Athletic. Uh, Alabama would have been in nine of the college football playoffs in the past decade if there were 12 teams. 
Ohio State in eight of them. Clemson and Oklahoma would have been in seven of them. Florida State, Georgia, and Oregon would have been in five of them. Florida, LSU, Notre Dame, Penn State, Stanford, and Wisconsin would have been in four of them. Baylor, Boise State, Kansas State, Michigan State, TCU, Central Florida, and Washington would have been in three of them. Auburn, Michigan, South Carolina, Texas A&M, and Southern Cal would have been in two of them. And the number of teams that would have had one appearance in the college football playoff Arizona, Arkansas, Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina, Colorado, Houston, Indiana, Iowa, Iowa State, both Iowa schools, Memphis, Miami, Mississippi State, Missouri, North Carolina, Northern Illinois, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Utah, and Western Michigan. If you are a college football fan, those are all the teams that would have been able to play in the college football playoff if we had a 12-team scenario there. Nearly uh, over, let me count them right now, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44 different teams would have been in the college football playoff if there had been 12 teams making a college football playoff appearance over the last decade. If you're a college football fan I don't know how you root against this. One of your teams would have likely gotten in and you would have had a lot of fun rooting for them even though their chances of winning would have actually been pretty low. Uh, FIFA. Remember when I talked to you about the way that the Mexican soccer fans had uh, had behaved in the game we played against Mexico in Denver that we won 3-2 to two on the great Christian Pulisic uh, goal late in that game on a penalty kick. Uh, the Mexican fans were throwing bottles and all different sorts of gear at the American players and then they also were chanting an anti-gay slur which required the game to actually be stopped. Well, FIFA has come out and they have now punished Mexico as a part of World Cup qualifying. Remember next year in the fall the World Cup will be being played in Qatar. Uh, FIFA now has punished Mexico for their anti-gay slurs uh, and they are making Mexico play the first two games that they are attempting to qualify with no fans present in their stadium. That is the penalty that FIFA has decided to levy against, uh, against everyone who is a Mexican soccer fan based on that chant which has a homophobic slur included. Uh, In the meantime, about to talk to you about 24 hours in a Waffle House but first I want to tell you without this chair that I am sitting in right now xchairclay.com without this chair you are doing your body a great disservice because you are not sitting in the most comfortable chair imaginably just kicking back and having a fantastic time. In fact, you are missing out on massage therapy. You are missing out on heat. You are missing out on being the most productive version of yourself that you can possibly be. All you have to do is go to xchairclay.com and get hooked up today. That is xchairclay.com. You will make sure that you are sitting in the most comfortable chair of your life whether you have a home office whether you have an office that you're going back into 
Xchair is on sale right now for $100 off. You can go to xchairclay.com now. That's the letter X chair clay C-L-A-Y dot com or call 1-844-4-X-CHAIR X-CHAIR has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairclay.com now and use the code XWHEELS for free X-Wheel blade casters. That is xchairclay.com. Everybody has different rules that they put in place for fantasy football and how things go as a result of your fantasy football performance. Interestingly, uh, one group recently said that if you come in last place you have to spend 24 hours in Waffle House. During that 24 hours for every waffle that you eat you get to take an hour off of the requirement that you be there. Now I don't know about you but if you got there early in the morning and I'm saying like 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning and you were really hungry as oftentimes is the case I would think you could pound through three or four waffles pretty easy in the morning knock yourself down to 20 hours pull out the laptop get to work I'm assuming they have Wi-Fi there start to chill work your way through the entire 24 hours and in the process I think you could probably eat 10 or 12 waffles. Am I crazy for thinking that? If you did breakfast, lunch and dinner at Waffle House and every meal was waffles I think you could easily get down to around 12 hours maybe longer depending on how much you could eat or whether you were willing to go throw up and, uh, and then continue to eat after that. You might not eat waffles for a long time. But I think public shaming over fantasy football failure is a great idea. I love this. We have an article up on it about at OutKick if you haven't read this. Encourage you to go check it out. 24 hours in a Waffle House. I hope you guys have 48 hours of fun over the weekend. Reminder noon Eastern 11 Central 10 Mountain 9 a.m. West Coast time we will be making our debut Buck Sexton and I will on the brand new show that I hope many of you will make a part of your daily listening routine. That starts on Monday. In the meantime I'm going to go coach uh, some Little uh, Little League baseball over the weekend. I hope you guys enjoy the U.S. Open. I hope you also have a fantastic time watching Uh, and hanging out with your family surrounding Father's Day. If you're an NBA fan, NHL fan or Major League Baseball, College World Series it's a phenomenal weekend for sports. I love all of you. I'll be live on FS1 giving you some gambling tips rolling into the weekend. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. I am Clay Travis and this has been OutKick Show.